I'm just going to break in here. We recorded this pod on Sunday afternoon, and at the time, we were bang up to date. Uh, we wrapped the pod, and two and a half hours later, what we didn't think could get much worse, because it was pretty bad already, got a whole lot fucking worse, and turned an absolute shit show that we all now are waking up to Monday morning. We'll see you in May, if we're lucky. Shall we just dive straight in? Dive in. I think we just dive straight in. Okie dokie, yes indeed, it's season 2020. I'm Needles the Renaissance Man and this is Never Surrender by the Squinders. Season 2, episode 20-something. Welcome. The GWS Giants are set fair for the flag and we the Squinters are going to ride them like Farlap all the way to a big silver cup with orange, charcoal and white streamers. But... Because our loyal listening giant appetite for flag glory must be growing like the club's membership numbers, a few of you might not know what our go is. So just in case you don't realise what you and all your giant supporting friends have subscribed to here, take a moment to ruminate while we illuminate the possibilities. Well, rich men, tigers get all those cheap frees and the magmas and maguires wells. But you fans in luck, cause I'm your sleeves! You got a podcast magic never fails. You got some power in your big sound now. Some squinters ammunition for your chance. You got some punch, pizzazz, you who and how's. So you always gotta do is yell and stamp. And we'll say, yes, Mr. G-Fan, sir, it's time for flag glory. A new world order, this giant's town. They never had some friends like we. Giant's Footy is your restaurant and where your made at Just email what it is you want. The you ain't never friends like me. Oh yes, we pride ourselves on banter. After a last week, whack stuff. Like used, we wish for a premiership and perhaps a little more baklava. From Western Sydney. And some of column A. Wins. all of column C. Percentage. Ourselves down roll to help get goals. You ain't never had some friends like we. Unauthorized speculation. Do your friends have a podcast? Never surrender by the squinters. Did you hear? Do your friends shout Leon Bunty? Just get rid and act surprised if Matt don't appear. Don't you sit there, slack Tom Buggy out. We hit our hands for all your big dance prayers. He's got his photo feet and certified. He's got the squinters with his yards to We got a powerful urge to talk at you. So what you wish we really want to know. We know. He's got a list with one big thing, no doubt. Well, he's got to do it here like so. Let's go, Giants! Right now, Miss Jeep and Ma'am, let's plan for flag glory. We're on the job, the only Giants pod. You say, never had some friends. Never had some friends. You say, never had some friends. Never had some friends. You say, never had some friends like we. Never surrender. Stand tall. Bigger than a cloud. You say, never had some friends like we. Woo! Right, to the agenda, gentlemen. Brilliant. Brilliant needles. Jeez, that takes me back to... to Bell Cotton Community Centre. It takes me back to the late 90s. It takes me back to the leader of the pack. It takes me back to... That was a long Christmas. <laughs> that was a long off-season. 
So, Squinners, the Orange Rumble, uh, that was the first game. We've ticked it off. We are still hanging onto the season by what feels like our fingertips. We've got another update about what's going to happen from Dr. Nangs. We've got the Narrabeen Pigeons' greatest tap ruckman, who's led them to a victory, I think, just before football was canned about three weeks ago. And also not bringing in a report from Dallas, where all of Tim Taranto's uh, family are, but from the new American base of the Squinters. We've got Coco. Gentlemen, all say hello. Hello. Good morning. Excellent. Thank you very much. First, First quarter... First season, uh, for first quarter, second season, first game, the Giants had a victory, but we're going to quickly discuss the issues of the week before we get to what was a very, very confidence-inspiring win. Uh, corona is still a thing, and footy is hanging on by its fingertips. And actually, I just want to make the point, and I hope I speak on behalf of all the squinners here, but uh, anyone in Australia or around the world who is abusing health workers or supermarket workers during this really, really ridiculously trying time is not allowed to listen to the podcast. Yeah, still download it enough. though. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, exactly. Add to the <laughs> streams, but then enough. delete it and punish yourself because that's inappropriate. Dr. Nangs, is there anything more to add? We, you, you thought there'd be two more weeks in it. Italy is now completely shut down. Our cases of corona are rising above a thousand. Someone in Collingwood, in the Collingwood team, has been diagnosed. Not Collingwood team, sorry, the Collingwood um, backdoor staff. Where we at? Well, I mean, you know, the Aqualung uh, himself came out. Gil, Gil McLaughlin. Do you just want to check your? You came through very distorted. No, yeah, go back. away and come back, and we'll talk. We'll get um Coco's situation report from Dallas. No, 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 no. no not Dallas. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Big, big contingent over in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I think so. Um, I've been. It just under... feels like that way, does it? Yeah, absolutely. I've yeah, been under lock and key. Here You're locked down so. tighter than a duck's butt, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, which is a good thing. Needy, and you know we'll do we'll do what we need to do um, over the next little bit of time. Now it's good though. Off season trade, you know, it's sort of been was in the works. Um, so <laughs> just uh, you know, how it is settling into a new role, new position, taking it day by day. But footy's on Fox Sports 1, and apparently everyone in Australia, because we've all got cultural cringe, is really, really happy that people in America, maybe four or five, are on Fox Sports 1s are watching football. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, I think the Twitter as well from the AFL and the US AFL, they've been brilliant replying to as many people as they can, you know, trying to really pump it up. So, I mean, you know, there's a silver lining. I'd love to say too, Needles, I really feel that professional sports people, especially footballers that play Australian codes, are uniquely ready to handle the challenges of coronavirus because in any interview with any player across any of our codes, the first thing they say is they just take it week by week. So <laughs> if anyone can handle a shutdown, I think it's the players. Well, I actually have to say, and also on that, if anyone can handle um, a self-isolated, the world is being a self-isolated uh, society, then it's this podcast because we've been self-isolatedly podcasting since round 12 last year. We're like well ahead of the zeitgeist. Safety first. I think all in up, we've got about a 100,000 Ks between us, so... Dr. Uh, Dr. Nang, did you just want to try again? Much better. Yeah, it sounded it sounded like you tackled someone while you were getting yourself organised, but it is good now. I was I was I was moving closer to the Wi-Fi thing. Right. I had one, two, three. Look, turn hands. turn your volume up. We'll get a bit closer to the microphone, and we're good as gold. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good to go. 
Crystal clear. Yeah. Okay. Um, we, so I'd best, I'll just do a little quick introductions. I'm Needles, the Renaissance Man, <laughs> calling in from Canberra. We've got Coco, who's now calling in from? Ambler, Pennsylvania. Which is near? Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Not too far from Gettysburg? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Uh, Dr. Nangs yeah, and from Sparrow Sydney. as well from North Sydney. Uh, Northern Beaches. Northern Beaches. And how are the beaches? You've been going out there like a selfish person? <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. The, um, Especially the, when no one's there, the beaches are lovely. Yeah, the proximity uh, this morning was um, well ex- acceptable. Um, definitely more than two metres between everyone, so beach remained open. <laughs> Excellent. And look, look at the Armageddon's coming exactly. in, may as well have a nice town for a um, Dr. Nags, yeah, anything more to tell us from last week, which was pretty grim, and now things are grimmer? Yeah, look, I think, it's, I think as we were saying, last week's been a matter of time, as I was saying... Uh, you know, Gil McLaughlin came out this week and said that uh, any one case of coronavirus in any uh, player would see it shut down for a month. Um, and I think realistically it would be longer than that if, if you do find someone positive. Uh, and I think that's, yeah, I can't imagine with the guys crisscrossing uh, both the country and different kind of playing groups in the next kind of week or two that will be too far away from that happening. So, you know, look, it's good to get a win on the board early. It might be the one that, uh, you know, Sees him in the final eight come the end of the season because that might not be too far away. Right. I agree. I agree. I think if um, as soon as someone gets it, it's going to get pretty gnarly. And um, yeah, maybe we just stick with the first round. We're already in the top four. So I'm happy with that. We could just do a little um, straight into the final series. <laughs> played in September. But yeah, but played, played under a welded roof. Exactly, yeah. I think, I think it's either well the roof shut the next couple of weeks and actually get some kind of a season together or just accept the fact that it's, uh, you know, we're having a bit of fun now and watch as much footy as you can. Or, or and it's been also practising for Bartman's eSports vision because I, I have yeah, bought an emergency have, PlayStation for the children when we all go down and, um, and AFL Evolution. They don't know that we've got it, but I'm really starting to burn my thumbs up. I, did, I didn't mind the idea of welding the roof shut on um, Marvel, but how's this? We could... Well, wind back the clock to 2000, get them all into the uh, Olympic Village in Homebush, kick, every, kick everyone out that actually lives there, and um, we've got two, two ovals there. We do a little round-robin comp like you discussed at Marvel, and, um, you know, reinvigorate the uh, Olympic Homebush precinct. Yeah, exactly. Because the vibe there as well was amazing. Oh, I mean, oh. the vibe had a lot to do with all the people that were there having a lovely time, <laughs> but I imagine, absent the people, you could still... Well, you could test everyone as they're coming in, put them in isolation, we wait two weeks, and then the season could really kick off. I mean, if we're going to use Olympic Villages, maybe we could just use the, uh, the Tokyo Olympic used. Village that, uh, that they're going to use in the next... You know, we're, we're assured they're going to be using it in the next couple of months anyway. Maybe the, the, uh, the AFL season be a good little tester just to see if they could uh, you know, accommodate 80, 90, 100,000 people. Um, speaking of isolation, uh, the NRL is taking the squinters idea and running with it they're going to see you taking the football team to northern queensland yeah is the royalty do you get the royalty check uh, i've sent off a terse email on the way (laughs) yeah on behalf of the squinters uh noticing you know one trademark was clearly uh noted last podcast that would be extraordinary i mean the desperation to get some content on mm. screens is ridiculous. It is amazing, isn't it? I read an article about what happens if you if you're one yeah. of the unlucky people to get COVID nineteen and it sort of really manifests as a bad more than a flu, mm. and um, it doesn't sound fun it's at all. Deadness. Yeah. A bad case of deadness. And I, I admit, I was a, I was a, 
coronavirus poo-poo. Uh, it's just a cold and it's mostly in China and we'll be right. I've, um, I'm walking those words back, resiling from them. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, I, I think it's, it is quite a capricious virus from what it seems. I think the vast overwhelming majority of people are, if they're relatively healthy and younger than 70-odd, are going to have a relatively mild kind of course. But if you happen to be the one of the ones who don't, um, you know, it is, it's, a, it's a real deal. Um, and certainly over 80s, it's all bets off. You know, as we've seen in Italy, uh, they just cannot get on top of it. And that starts to bleed into other areas as well. So, you know, it's not just the COVID-19 people who are suffering. It's anybody who needs yeah. any emergency kind of procedure. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. It's not, it, I mean, it's a, it's a nasty virus that there isn't any immunity to. But the thing is, it's not... It's, it's not the virus to be scared of per se. It's the overwhelming of the health system. It's sort of slightly two steps removed is what the isolation is. Mm. I mean, it's just yeah, lucky that exactly as squinners, right. we all live I mean, in a country with a functioning health system. Isn't it? Oh, hey, Coco. What's happening, mate? <laughs> yeah, mate, just moving with the uh, moving with his whims. Is there any, any talk of a shutdown in Ambler, Coco, or is that is that still up and running, uh, all bars no, open, no, uh, no, coming coronavirus for all? About 10 days ago. Um, more or less most businesses and things wow. i've been working from home and you know the wife's at home with the kids so we've actually had minimal disruption personally and are very grateful for that yeah um, yeah but it's um yeah it's real it's definitely real. it is real yeah, yeah it's real for me i'm putting it up as a top three sydney olympics 9-11 um whatever the fuck this is going to be is sort of the three main bits of my still quite young life did it just finally before we get to the second quarter in the match review. Not, not, what about nine goals kicking Hainsley? Hainsley threes. Uh, surely that'd have to. That'd uh, it, was a, it was a really easy nine three, goals, surely. and I'm not that proud of it. Yeah. Did anyone hear Phil Davis on the footy field the week before last? And yeah. he was talking about his injury that he was going into the grand final with, and that his tendon was split, but that he was right to play. I heard yeah. it was Barrett. I thought that was very interesting, Needles, very interesting interview, and I'm not sure that's really, he's laid that to rest within himself. Fucking oath. And I am waiting with bated breath for the next eight years until his autobiography comes out, and then we might get a bit more insight. Once he's retired for a couple of years with a couple of flags, you know, then maybe we'll hear a bit more about what went on in that last week of September 2019, because I was not that convinced by that podcast likewise and i mean i i mean i don't know much i did an arts degree but a split tendon sounds to me like one painful and two inhibiting yeah yeah absolutely and as he said he just got towed up by jackie rewald but you know i think on a bad day he pretty much breaks even with him so you know anyway yeah well, and then well let's go straight to the second quarter did we all watch it and everyone but phil davis looked like they played real well (laughs) <laughs> am i wrong no i think you're absolutely correct needy 17-3 i tell you what um so you did our excellent kicking mask any vulnerabilities or is 17-3 the definition of good kicking is good football good kicking is good football 100 i think it's yeah i think i think i think geelong and Geelong are especially quite similar teams in a lot of respects you know, they do play a kind of running, handballing, through the middle kind of footballing uh, approach. They've got quite similar teams in terms of, you know, Dangerfield and Kelly have a fair few kind of similarities. Selwood and, uh, uh, and Hopper uh, are pretty similar as well. Um, you know, they've both got two fantastic uh, intercept backs in, um, in Haynes and, uh, and Stewart uh, and two big full forwards in, in, or, you know, forward players in kind of 
Cameron and Hawkins. So I think it's actually a lot more evenly matched than we expected. Um, yes. Uh, well, Gary Abbott played very well. Gary Abbott yeah. for a 30 Game high possessions, 24. Yeah, yeah, game, yeah. But what about, what about, right, no, no, no. In the second quarter, Giants had, what, we were 8-0 or something, or something like yeah. that, maybe 8-1, kicked all our set shots from all over the field. He had mm. one straight in front, and the commentators were lining up to guarantee his mm. shot. Richard put his house, put his house on it, if, uh, if memory serves. Straight in front, you know, and then that was like, okay, well, you know, the Giants have been lethal. You know, Lloydy from the boundary, Langdon mm. from the other boundary. So, you know, I mean, yeah, Gary had a lot of it, but, you know. Cappy goals. Yeah, you know. I um, agree with Dr. Nangs in his analysis of the similarities from the team, but what I would say from, and this is one game, but looking at our bottom six uh, mid to top six in most other teams. You know, Isaac Cumming played an excellent game. The I loving uh, Zach Wilde, which is the closest porn star name I could find, and Stormy Daniels together, as they're a really, really good and effective. That was awesome, wasn't it? Mm, I thought Daniels actually had yeah, a very um, game and yesterday. Yeah. Zach's back and thrusting hard. And did you notice? Did you notice? Richo went went so close to actually calling a, a shorty game. Daniels. <laughs> he bottled it. What a I thought that was <laughs> very cruel. Yeah. Um, and then very like cruel. Harry Perryman, Petrol, the gas yeah, man, Petrol. Riverina boy from Huge. Colin Gully. Doctor Nangs, what do we know about Colin Gully? The fish uh, at the pub is shit house, according to Grandpa Dave, Joe. Uh, if Grandpa um, yeah. in the mid eighties, a long way to get um, there. But yeah, I, he. Yeah was outstanding. Four goals, one from the wing, and some of his touches and his... In, like, he didn't do any intercept marks. Oh, no, he actually did a couple of excellent marks. He was yeah, playing some great football. He, he had one, too, and not even the goals needle, but um, at some stage in, I think it was the third quarter, he was back with the flight. Yeah, um, that one. And he, it, was, it was sort of that over-the-shoulder spoil just to, you know, like, it was just brilliant. Just He was brilliant. He was oh. brilliant. People said it was a breakout game, but he played... He, he was good in the finals, I thought, but that was... Yeah. It's he amazing. is He's only played a footballer. That's, that was only his 37th game. Is that, yeah, picked up in the 2016 draft. Yeah. I think, or, or 2017 draft. But him and Matthew Kennedy both came yeah, from Colin Gully. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Obviously, the, the, the Giants kicked the first three goals and looked like they were cruising. But I think a lot of those goals were kind of from funny things, like Geelong basically was kicking out and kicked straight to an opposition member, and there was a few free kicks and things like that. And it actually started evening up a fair bit towards the end of the first quarter when, when Dangerfield was really making a big influence in the game. The Dutch clamp. clamp down on him. I'm sorry, I don't know who you talk about. I only know a guy called the Dutch clamp. And I think that was... The Dutch clamp really, I think, had a massive influence that probably wasn't noted. And you could see by the end of the game, Dangerfield gave away two yeah. or three stupid penalties. Pissy. Uh, just because he was, you know... Yeah, Hawkins was, Hawkins yeah. was trying so to I think, get I think that, that, too, trying to get him off uh, Dangerfield. So it was obviously, yeah, it was obviously frustrating. Yeah. He's got an impact. Um, and uh, the Cab Sav. Was it oh, brilliant? Fucking oh, hell. Like, he's he's not too... He's kicking. He, he lines up and hits the targets. Silky smooth. Silky Mate, skills. He, yeah. he, he went inside Silky 50 skills. a couple of times, spotted up Toby Green in the second yep. quarter and went inside yep. later in the game too. It was, yeah. un, it was really... Um, a great pickup. Pick as far as I can tell, I mean, he rucked the whole game. I suppose the quarters are shorter. And it's interesting... There's a, there's a little bit people are going to think that if um, and when Corona disappears, that the games will stay short because the players don't want to play as long and uh, the coaches will say, well, there are better it's better skills in shorter games. It's slightly more frenetic, et cetera, et cetera, which is an interesting... Is it, I like it. Because well, Gary Lyon was a massive fan of it, of, of having it short. He thinks about 100 minutes was perfect and that was kind of what they were getting. The only thing that I saw, especially in the Essendon 
Adelaide game with the smaller quarters was the amount of crowding in the forward half. You know, if there was a stoppage, there'd be literally all... Yeah, that's places. the thing. So Shorter quarters mean they can run all the time as opposed to getting so knackered. it actually congests it. Exactly. So I wonder if that'll make a, you know... Yeah, but I, I think, Cabsav, what a tick. Yeah, the season changes though. Needy of the seventeen rounds play each other play each other team once, and then also the shorter quarters. I, both of those changes I would have been on board with, you know, virus or no. Oh, okay, that's interesting. So, can I ask? Because I'm going to admit I only saw the last quarter. What are the um, what are the quarters now? Like, how much are they shortening by? 16 minutes, I think they go for. So they they were 20 minutes, and then that's obviously then there's time on. Yeah. Um, so they're 16 minutes. So they're kind of depending on how many goals are kicked. Mind you, and that's the first time that the Cats have conceded more than 100 points in 34 games, and that was the only one where it's been a shortened game. But 16 minutes, it extends to about 24-25. Yeah, right. Or 25-26, as opposed to 28-32. Yeah, I loved it. And as well, Needy, as a side that, I mean, we talk on the pod often that we don't come from behind too often, so the shorter the game, (laughs) the less chance we've got to cough up a lead. No, no, that was last year. I said it. I said I'm seeing how this. Um, I am very comfortable about this year. I think they all realise what they can do. They all realise what it takes, and they're beginning to understand that they're really, 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 really good footballers. There was a lot of composure yesterday, even when it was getting. Is that the cogs factor? Close. It might be just a whole righto. Well, our old captains were great, but they were the part when we struggled. This is the new giants. Mm. Generational change. In a way, like this is the, this is what we do oh, now. We're the business yeah. end. Who knows? But I, I I do feel much more comfortable, and also much more comfortable without listening to a crowd noise. So you don't kind of get the added. This is for <laughs> someone who's a nervous watcher. Um, yeah, took me back to the early days. It's country out footy. <laughs> out there on my own. Did you watch the game? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, brilliant. I'm so glad. I only changed the channel yeah. twice. First time for a while. I, I think the amazing thing, having having watched a few games this weekend, is that the first kind of five or ten minutes of the quarter, you're like, this is crazy. This is, it's so weird. It's can't, you know, really work out what's going on. And then after about, you know, 15 yeah, minutes, footy. you're like, oh, yeah, it's fine. It's good. You know, you can concentrate on what the boys are saying, and it's actually footy. I, I really think the crowd had about 15 minutes worth of distraction. And then Yeah, you know, I was a bit like, uh, with, with Richmond right. Carlton, I was like, oh, this is shit. Oh, this is shit. And then Rick Carlton started coming back. And I was like, this is footy. This is footy. <laughs> Uh, can we just yeah. can, I, can I just add one thing before we get off? Yeah, the, uh, the I catch, just wanted uh, to. It's just quick. the other. I think the thing that was very influential as well is that he dragged Blitzarves yeah. out of out of fullback to ruck against him in the final quarter, and that's when Jeremy Cameron started getting a fair bit more kind of involved. So I think he had that influence in more than just that uh, the ability to win the rucks. That's why you. That's why you got the call up for now. It's an excellent second that. opinion. It's just incisive. I thought Dorsal well, did quite yeah. well too as the backup as opposed yep. to Harry Himmelberg. Yeah, yeah well, and Dorsal yeah. can do it for as long as he likes because he kicked that goal where he pushed the guy in the back. And, I know, and, <laughs> and if that was last season. But yeah, I completely agree. He's He he was just charging up now. He was like more the target um, trying to crash packs this time around. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I thought it was great. Did we also see some similarity between, say, Himmelberg and Radagalia in that they both have a lot of potential and they're obviously fantastic when they get it, but probably you'd be looking for a little bit more out of them in the next in the next uh, season or two? Uh, he, pretty I was pretty with happy with Himmelberg. Yeah, me too, Sparrow. So, no. <laughs> um, I, I, I would expect no. more from Radagalia. <laughs> <laughs> it was extremely disappointing. Himmelberg, yeah. on the other hand. Um, Brilliant. Canberra boy, uh, and Toby Toby Green hasn't got any worse. No, no, he's great. Hey, I Far think out. 
he's, spiritual uh, leader. He's fantastic. He's been um, brought back into the footy fold. Did you hear the commentators waxing? Oh my god! Oh, I no. could not believe it, mate. These Frothing. Weren't they, mate? They were Did an interview about, after the game. Yeah, talking about how Stevie J's kids love him. Yeah, he he looks after my children. I trust him with my life, just not my eyes. He's totally fully re rehabilitated. Yeah, and yeah, and he's a it's just an outstanding footballer. I mean, his ability as you know one of the most dangerous kind of footballers that everyone knows about it to still yeah. find himself in the in goal space square inside the inside yeah. the opposition fifty <laughs> is ridiculous. Yeah. Had one like two or three times, and against Zach Tui as well. Not a you know not a not yeah. a uh, rubbish player. So yeah, he's he's fantastic, and his his foot skills are much better yes. when he started. Absolutely, the one where he kind of that like that Sock actually noticeably the, where he managed to hook soccer kick over of, his off the side of the right shot. That would have been that was. Because as a commentator, Luke Darcy said, "Oh, it's going to sit up for him." That would have been that was impossible for me. I probably would have been able to touch it with my hands <laughs> to make that count. But that was an extraordinary. But also the one where he yeah. spotted Cameron with the outside of the boot coming into the uh, and then and did then you see that? You noticed that as well. Even that that he's a human rooster. The walk that he's yeah, got is just extraordinary. But yeah. he was about to the kick hubris. it. He was getting tackled, and he managed to handball it as he was yeah. getting tackled from a kicking stance to Canelio for Cogs to kick the second. Mm. Um, Cogs the second. Yeah. Half time, yeah. Well played. And what about the other green? Tom Green, Maris Boy. Pfft. But um, Canberra made his start off in the middle against Dangerfield. Yeah, I thought he was solid, and I really thought he worked into it, showed a lot of promising signs. And, you know, I think he's done enough to keep his spot for the foreseeable. But he, I mean, oh, he didn't tear the game apart. You know, he was great, and we we're all very excited for him to play. And he showed great tenacity. Danger got away from him early. And then later yep. in the game, he made sure to stick with him a little. Um, but you know he didn't he didn't tear the world apart. Was right? he on danger? Started on danger. Jesus, that's a that's a. That's Welcome a to football. <laughs> yeah. But I only like I said I only saw bits and pieces of the game, but uh, bits I saw I thought he, I thought he looked made for it. Can I just point out in his uh, little? Uh, he must have done an interview with um, the Giants media. One of his highlights from childhood, running the water for the Tamworth Swans in the grand final. Is he? Is he? The mighty Tamworth Tamworth Swans. Could Uh, be our first official product. I don't know. I mean, you'll have to, to be be fair, Sparrow, we'll leave that in your wheelhouse to try and, uh, but you have to claim it honestly. We can, we'll prepare, we are prepared to share him. Country boy went to, um. At Canberra ourselves, I think Dr. Nangs and myself will be, we're prepared to accept that narrative <laughs> good. made good in the capital. Good, good. Is there, is there anything more to say? Apart, I mean, I think that was an excellent win. It wasn't the greatest win ever, but just in terms of its, it showed comfort and confidence and capability. Yeah. A bit of alliteration Thanks, for you all. Thought... I think the other one was very interesting thing was that the, the stats were amazingly even, apart from... Tackles, which GWS were far more aggressive than Geelong, and uh, efficiency inside 50. Apart from that, it was it was basically they were splitting the stats, you know, but one way or the other. So to win by kind of six goals or whatever it was, yeah, it was, it was pretty the impressive. Inside, the efficiency in inside 50s, that was really it. And it was so good to see because I feel like we lost that late in the year, you know, and it was like more... Yes. Low, and I know it's finals footy, but it's low scoring and it's, you know, more of a slog and things. But to see us so efficient going inside was brilliant. Um, I, I had a... In, in my notes, I had a, a funny thing to say, but I was like, oh, so the, it seemed like a big crowd for the Giants, but then I didn't um, put that in. Uh, Glad you left that out, Needy. <laughs> hey, I had one more thing, Needles. Um, Good. Talking about leadership. Um, 
one thing, I mean, a lot of people talk about the captain, your full forward is the most valuable player in your team, but I think it's obviously the bloke who takes the kick-ins. And Isaac Cumming was taking the kick-ins for a lot of the game. And was I think he? that's a big tick for a young bloke. Oh, I did ask the question of Cumming Not- pre, pre-game. He didn't make the Sparrows super catch, but... Um... So he played well, did he? Um, yeah, yeah, he was serviceable. I mean, he didn't seem... I think he was serviceable, didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Um, but he did take the kick-ins, which I thought, yeah, that's a big tick internally. And I thought that all of yeah, all of Heater's kicks were... Heater's foot disposal was a bin fire from start to finish. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, he, didn't want, he won't warm up, though. Yeah, which, and I, I, I totally understand. He's just... Yeah. yeah, he's a seasoned a seasoned veteran, seasoned competitor. He knows when yeah. he knows when he needs to pull it out. Uh, I suppose the only other uh, thing to talk about is the obvious free kick discrepancy. Of no, what, what was the uh, what's the research? No, twenty four fifteen towards the, towards the. Were we on the winning end? Uh, it was noticeably. Uh, well, that's about time. On the winning. Don't end. tell Mal. Yes, I was. I thought it'd be rude to do so. But they're all. I but I, from what so. I could yeah, tell, they're all probably pretty fair. Yeah, that said, there were... Oh, they, were there. they were there. Yeah, they were there. That is interesting. Maybe no crowds, people lean orange. Refs lean orange. Too early to tell. Need more research. Well, uh, is there any more... For any? I'm still going to... I'm just going to name check. Zach Wilde and Stormy Daniels was... Um, they're a great twosome. <laughs> Perform, <laughs> per, was, it performing was together. Brilliant. It was brilliant to see Zachy Wilde back. Yeah. Because I was a big fan, a big fan of him, and I'm very excited for him, for, for him to be back and up and about this yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah, and who have you got to come in? Oh, Bobby Hill. Oh, well, fair enough. Um, yep. All right, well then, I guess we could move on to and what well on Giants and hopefully we get to next week because next week we've got Melbourne at the MCG uh, Saturday, 1.45pm, Saturday the 28th of March. Uh, not Who knows where Melbourne are at? And, I mean, in lieu of a big review, I was wondering whether or not, Sparrow, you wanted to tell us about the Pigeons' first win. Oh, we'll get to that. But just before we get, to, before we touch on the big issues, um, Kenners, did he pull up all right? Popped his hamstring. News on him. Oh, and Edge, well, okay. and who had already who pulled him out of the team? Was that you, Coco? Yeah, mate. I think he might be. Depend. I mean, you know, Zaki depends how Zaki Williams comes through, but he might. So Lockie Ash could get a call up next week. Yeah, I think so. Sparrow, that's the way I'd. Yeah, say. I agree. Exciting. All right. I have to say, I did, I did note with what could be described as exuberant optimism, uh, the boundary rider saying, well, he's, he's got a bit of a twinge, but they just, it's going to be a long season, so they're just going to, um, you know, manage him this game. I thought, wow, games. that's a staggering misunderstanding of epidemiological uh, factors. Uh, Dr. Nengs, you said you saw um, three games, a, a football gasm yesterday. What were the other games that you saw? Mm, mm, did Adelaide, Sydney was an interesting game. Sydney got up. Sydney got Sydney were a long way ahead, looking very good uh, for a lot of it. Um, and then basically slowly got it um, uh, just, you know, slowly peeled back by, by Adelaide over the kind of course of the last quarter. And it came down to Tex, kicking one from basically on 50, 45 degree angle, uh, four points down with kind of 50. Blurted it. Minute, minute, minute and a half to go. Um, and he looked good, looked good, and then had a bit of a fade and, uh, and just went through for the behind. So that was interesting. This interesting in kind of, oh. uh, in Adelaide. Yeah, at the Oval. Um, amazingly, so Sydney's defence looked fantastic, but they they looked very rudderless in uh, in offence. You know, they're still looking for forwards, I think, with with a big buddy and Sam Reid side sized yeah. hole there. 
Um, then the other one was Essendon versus Frio, Cruising. which is a very similar thing. Essendon were up and looking, you know, good in their pomp for the first kind of three quarters, and then and uh, Fremantle really six came points, sixty-three fifty-seven. I'm looking at the points. scores right yeah. now. Yeah, six. sounds like the sounds like the extra uh, lot of, tore it up to Dylan and a lot of Devon and Townsend and Devon and Rory McCarthy playing for the Fremantle, obviously. Yeah, Lobb played very well. I mean, he's he's when he takes a grab and starts getting around the forward, he looks quite good. But um, so here's an interesting the update, game. current update. Uh, St Kilda, this is at half time. St Kilda forty three, North Melbourne fourteen. And oh, relevant to next week's game, Melbourne are playing West Coast at uh, West Coast this evening. Tonight. So they might come off oh, a right good. toweling up. I suppose the interesting thing, thinking about St Kilda playing North Melbourne, and I personally don't think it would have had a difference, but if they, if you had seen Jackie Stevens uh, running around for Geelong... Four-time best and fairest. I, I don't feel it would have. Yeah, can he run? Point. Karen, they call him. Karen a few. <laughs> uh, look, he played pretty well He played pretty well in the pre-season games, but he's not looking as if he's been in, uh, in, in fine trouble at the moment. Wouldn't have changed the result. Well, that's our, that's our game review. I think Giants should beat Melbourne at the MCG. Without having seen, without with one quarter of the evidence, I think we'll be fairly comfortable. Are there any any takers on on margins? Sixty. Mm. Yeah, that'll do. That'll yeah, do. Be that really be a Sixty points. <laughs> Far Sixty points in a shortened game at home. In the okay, love that. Um, okay, so fourth quarter. Move on. Play on at all costs. This is the open forum. You can raise whatever issue or gossip you want. We're also going to play the um, the guessing game because I've I spent some of the some of the summer under the smoke, oh. um, doing up another little quiz so that we can play that at the end. But I, I, the first bit I want to raise before we get to the pigeons' uh, glory is Richo's theory that he expressed, and he's pretty hard on yeah. under his very nice jacket that no crowds equal straight kicking. Yeah, yeah, fully agree. No pressure. Yeah, Just like a training run. I agree, Needles, with Richo. And, I mean, how much of footy Australian football do we say is played between the years? Or how much of goal kicking is between the years? Is it 100% or 110%? <laughs> Not 90? I mean, what, what breakdown have we got? What, you know, someone oh, throws something at me. I think the stats are 92, <laughs> 92 and a half. Just, is that what the latest literature says? Yeah, it's, between it's the years. Ninety percent inspiration, ten percent perspiration. The other, I think it's most. It's probably ninety percent. So that between the years, so what the blokes are getting more between out of that ninety percent. Instead of running at sixty percent, they're up to seventy percent. Is that what we're saying? Hound, can you start from the start? I stopped maths in year eleven. <laughs> what I'm saying yeah. is, will this be on the test? We'll put the data on the website. Yeah, yeah, but. Does this now give more time for our technical skills to shine through? Because our players are very skilled. Mm. Oh, I see yeah. what you're talking about. Oh, I think I, I changed right, what I was talking right. about. Yeah, you yeah, did. <laughs> but yes to both. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> I was drawing a bell curve. <laughs> yeah. Were you flattening the curve or fattening the curve? Where was the peak of the curve? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that was a spike. Yeah, so, yeah, I think, I think we're going to win. <laughs> yeah. So our, our technical skills come to the fore if it's less mental. Yeah. But I don't know if I just changed the shape of the pie. <laughs> irrelevant. irrelevant. It's, and I think it's a useful and important analysis. But I'm glad I don't know what we raised. 
Um, but I, I tell you, the someone who between it. the years was a cabbage. Uh, if if there was the slightest breeze, I was good chance of missing it from between ten and fifteen meters out, and have missed two kicks in a row from within the goal square. Uh, no crowds is a great idea for kicking. In fact, yeah. no one on the field, Start no wind. That'd be super. Um, Sparrow, give us the pigeons. What happened, mate? You got a victory. Oh, mate. Well, oh, it was a huge victory. We um, yeah, just you know, quick you know, bit we of background. Were, we were you've, this is the first time in your long and storied rugby career you've ever dipped your toe into an Aussie Rules match. Into AFL. Yeah, sure, it's tough, yeah. but uh, it's still the real thing, and I'm still dominating. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, we've been none and four, and uh, it was looking grim, but we had a good talk before the game, good training run five minutes before, and um, managed to uh, belt the not-so-goods. That's a shit name. <laughs> and um, we were looking good. We were looking like we were going to get on a roll, come into the final series, and then Corona. Oh! Uh, cancel, cancel the Jesus. season. Jesus! Robbed. So that's it. That's it. For Absolutely this robbed. No more footy. Oh, so, okay, so but you finished on a W. Yeah, we got a win. We and what do you think of football to play, even uh, though it's only touch uh, and more like netball? Oh no, it's awesome. AFL Nines, big big shout out to AFL Nines and the Pigeons. It's uh, yeah, been a lot of fun. Did you manage to punt uh, you through the big no, sticks, Barrow? You, you need Did you manage to, to get the name on the on the scoreboard. I have it. You got. Three forwards, they can keep, oh. kick goals. With and and the feeling is amongst the um the the pigeons coaching squad to keep the six foot seven guy more in the middle for the tap rucking bit. Oh look, I can. Kick no, I'm not straight. saying you would, but I mean everyone's got no. a lane. <laughs> yeah, I just I just control the middle. Right. Okay, you guys ready for the game? Do you remember the game? Needles, I've just got um one bit more, just about a bit more coming through from the preseason. Fire at will. Sort of pre-season mm. KPIs the boys needed to be hitting. Yes. Um, and I was pretty... Actually, I thought... I was a little disappointed, actually, with the amount of new tattoos that I saw. Um, mm. Not enough. Yeah, not enough. Yeah. Mate Dorsal had that. Um, he had something on the forearm. And I don't know if Lloyd, he got his touched up, maybe just blacked in a little bit, but they looked good. Mm. Uh, I know Bobby Hill had some work done, but I was sort of hoping for... And I think Timmy Taranto on his leg, but I was sort of hoping for more in that sort of six to eight player range with new ink. Um, so I feel a bit short. Yeah, but I thought the um, the tans led by the Dutch clam I thought were brilliant. <laughs> the boys have obviously been hitting the beach oh, beach delicious. hard and delicious. Dr. Nangs. Yeah, no no Corona could keep and him Dr. away from Nangs, Bondi. Just a, a um, part of me was thinking that I thought to match the tans, the Dutch clam and some of the boys did a double application of baby oil to their biceps before the game. And I was wondering if the some of the players were trying to take um, some, you know, um, spreading, uh, disease-spreading measures into their own hands um, by creating some sort of lipophilic barrier to prevent that uh, coronavirus transmission. <laughs> Any thoughts there? <laughs> That's a that's a controversial tactic. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe maybe it's, it, some uh, wags say that uh, Geelong was practicing fantastic four tackles in the first half, tackling anybody as well. So maybe it had something to do with it. You got to get is, any advantage you can, I suppose. What about the whole? Don't shake hands. Don't world. do high fives. We'll do the interviews five meters away on a lone microphone stand, but we will sweat like fuck and tackle and put our fingers in each other's eyes and stuff like that during the game. It is just yeah, bizarre. Give me I a think, break. I think if you look at it, so I'll just, I'll just, no, I agree with you in terms of absolute 
uh, practicalities of it, there's it's it's ridiculous. But I think in terms of the AFL yeah. is on a very tenuous line at the moment by even playing the game. So I think it's it's showing it's, it's virtue it's, signaling virtue signaling to <laughs> yeah. the community about what they should be doing. And I think that's why they're doing it realistically. I think they're trying to, you know, act as good role yeah. models about what should be done. Whether that's as we know, you know, in the context Stupid. of the game is is you know, I mean, I completely understand it, but it is exactly. totally undermining the whole point. Doesn't help when um, they zoom in on Paddy Cripps for Carlton licking his hands before the opening bounce either. No. <laughs> Just licking his hands to get a bit of extra grip. Oh uh, yeah. Welcome Good to football. Look. Did did we did you reach a conclusion? Uh, the, the the chemist and the doc on the lipophilic barrier. We're just going to put that as a we'll park that as a possible. We'll park it as a possible, yeah, but exactly. gee, it looked good. Gee, didn't didn't the sheet? They were gleaming. It did, did do the biceps. No, yeah, uh, no, yeah, good Dutch clear. Uh, I thought the tomahawk was practicing gleaming. that method too. He his tent. He, he was looking good oh, on the tent. Tomahawk's always he's always been yeah, aggressive when it came to that. Uh, yeah. Needs, did you get any um, any uh, help from Alison? Read the uh, nicknames. Oh no, I haven't gone out. I said I wouldn't. Didn't. I'll, I'll, I'll email the super zell. What was the question again? Uh, we need we need a of database the nicknames of uh, nicknames. The, yeah, apart from the ones that we've given them, or, or if they have exactly, nicknames, yeah. ones that we can then come over the top of and improve. Change. Yeah, Coco, <laughs> looking at you. Uh, do you guys remember? The, 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 yeah, the packed eye. Phil car. Davis, take the it rental off. car. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> Taken off like Corona itself. Apparently, it's playing. It's, it's on the exponential curve. <laughs> oh, what was that one? The the foot full Avis. <laughs> the, the, the packed hire car because he's the filled Avis. <laughs> you, you well, really, you found your audience. Last week. <laughs> I enjoyed it too. <laughs> God. Well, yeah, Bartman didn't. Um, do you guys remember the rules for play the game? No. Okay, you have to. No. Memorable. You have to pick the player, right? It, it is a, a Giants player, and I'm going to read out eight questions. And if you think you know the answer, you have to say stop, right? So in theory, so you're going to read out eight statements. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I was born in 1956 and then Dr. Nangs would say, stop, Robert Menzies. And I'd go, wrong. And then everyone else would be able to say stop if they thought it would be someone. And then you go to the next question and the same thing happens. But saying stop is an idea for me to be able to work out who got in first. Do we say our name or stop? No, say stop. Like I said, say stop. Say stop. (laughs) Yeah. Do you want to practice Sparrow or? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, well done. Yeah, excellent. Okay. I was born in 1994. What does that mean? Stop. Yeah, go, Coco. Toby. Say again. Stephen Keneally. Stephen Canelio. Incorrect. And but I, I probably Stop. would have gone for the most obvious player for this. <laughs> Jezza. Can't accept that answer. Oh, uh, did you? Stop. Right. No. So we let. Do you do you give up, Doctor? Or you're not answering this one? Toby uh, Green. Stop. Toby no. Green. My father played for Collingwood. Oh, stop. Yep. Um, he's short. No. No, he's older than that. He's definitely yeah. older than that. I'm so having a... a yes, my, it's highly amusing. None of the players. But maybe that'll be the hook to get you in. You'll have to do your research and find out what stand-up gentlemen these dudes are. Mm. Except the ones who may or may not no longer play at the club. I'll go to question three. 
I played for the Sandringham Dragons in the TAC Cup and was taken with pick 27 in the 2012 National Draft. Right. Have I... Uh... Is he playing for us or what? Uh, you've got the answers that you've got. You've got the, the, the information that you've got yeah. so far. <laughs> uh, Stop. James Stewart. Fuck yeah. off. I mean, congratulations. Nice. That's <laughs> correct. I am two centimetres. I had eight other questions, six other questions. That took me ages. I am two centimetres oh. short of two metres and made my debut for the Giants at Metricon against the Suns. In round 23 of 2013, I won the Magoo's goal-kicking award in 2015 with 45 goals, and in the 18 games I played for the firsts, I kicked 18 goals. In my debut for the new club in round 8, 2017, I had 10 disposals, kicked 3 goals, and helped them to a 17-point win. It has been suggested that the American actor with which I share a name epitomise the American ideal. At the end of the 2016 season, I was traded to Essendon for pick 77 and have kicked 37 <laughs> goals in 27 games. I am James Stewart. Coco, that is an outstanding three questions in. What gave it away? You know, actually, I've got James Stewart on the brain because my brother in an op shop in the inner north in Melbourne actually found all this Giants training gear, a couple of T-shirts, singlet, and a sort of hoodie thing. It was and, his. Um, the steel. Yeah, and all with JS36 written on it. And so he, he bought it all and took a photo, and he's going to send it to me. Far out. So I'm about to have, yeah, I'm about to have all James Stewart old training kit from like 2015, 2016. <laughs> well, so he's, he's on the You mind. can't fight fate. Exactly. That's what I thought when I... Can I, can I, I just say the particularly aggrieved um, given I was rampantly cheating on Wikipedia to try and work out how it is and I still got done. So the rules were implicit, no cheating, but maybe I should make those <laughs> more explicit next time. I thought it was, I was leveling the playing field, Sun Yang style. Then he smashed a few vials and looked it up some Wikipedia. Not tragically. good enough. Bloody hell. Not well, that is, that. I mean, the yeah. universe... Swings and roundabouts. I'm two from two on play the game too. I know it. Just... In case anyone's keeping, I am. I have a little. Uh, yeah, I have. I was going to. I was going to do it at the end of the year with my little kind of spreadsheet. But the point might be moot now. You're so far ahead. <laughs> Not a bad year, 2012. Just looking through it, just quietly. Not a hell of a lot of uh, talent ahead of him. Really. Is that Lucky it? Whitfield was there. Is this in the draft? No, oh, Jake Stringer was at five. Joe Danaher at ten, father son though. Um, yeah, not 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 the two thousand and two vintage, that's for sure. That's oh, get. Brody Grundy at eighteen, that was a yeah. good get. Mm. Mind you, you know Tom Brady was taken yeah. at one hundred ninety nine. Yeah, exactly. Jonathan O'Rourke. Yeah, exactly. Hawthorne. Yeah. Wow, Lucky Plowman, Johnny Tumpus. We'll just let that sink in. Um, any more for any more Coco any more um, any more comments from Amberly or we just everyone's looking after each other and you look after yourself that's what we're doing mate never surrender never surrender never surrender never surrender
quickly I got back into, on top of the game. Next hardest working player, maybe Coniglio. I said uh, 13.